G'day everybody. Welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther. I'm a real estate agent and I'm joined with me always... The Chris Clark, the buyer's agent. The buyer's agent. The handsome looking buyer's oh, agent. Jeez. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> this is what agents do. See, they just like to butter you up, make you feel good, make you feel pretty. It's all about buttering you up, Chris. all about it. I appreciate that, Kurt. Um, so talk about talk about buttering up. No, so um, something I wanted to broach with you today, Chris, is as a selling agent, my job legally is to work for the vendor. However, I generally like helping everyone, and I do like to help buyers out as well. I've seen that before. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfortunate thing is, I do have a couple of hot buyers that I work with that are putting a little bit of extra effort, whether it's got great. Re- Generally, because I've got great rapport and I'm trying to help them out, yep. but I'm still trying to help out all the buyers that, that I possibly can. However, unfortunately, there's only so many hours in the day that I can do, and often I notice, yeah, just some mistakes a lot of buyers do make. Yep. Um, and as much as I'd love to help them, I either don't have the rapport or they're not ready to listen. So, yep. sort of throwing it to you, Please. um, in terms of, I guess helping buyers or yeah so there's that part when buyers looking as you're saying sometimes you can help them you're a genuine person you do like to help but they might be looking on the area but they also might be looking all over sydney right they've got a a pretty open area of where they're looking so one of the fun one of the fun or most interesting facts i find is statistically it takes buyers nine months when they said they're going to buy to put an offer in on just their first property is, is that, that's not to just buy though, they... No, that's not to buy the property, that's the first offer. And actually quite often that offer is not, not accepted. Okay, I was going to say because uh, a few weeks ago I met this lovely couple, Alison and Ben. Yep. And through discussion in our private inspection, I'd found out that they had been looking for a while and had missed out on four, I think they'd missed out on almost four auctions. Yeah, Wow. So that's not also including the offers they may have no, 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 for auctions, which then I suggested, gave them some tips and suggested a couple of buyers agents yeah. that they may want to look into to try and get them the other hand. Um, yeah. Look, look I, I hear stories like that and I hear about them often, you know, people going to four auctions or multiple or putting offers in and not getting it right. Like I just feel bad for them and it's, I've done it myself. The energy, the emotional drain, the engagement, if it's your own property you've, you've sort of thought about where you're going to live and where the kids are going to be or the configuration so look i get it it's a really really tough situation to to be in like i said typically they've already looked for probably nine months before they've had that first offer out and then they've been burned a few more times and their hopes from i guess when they're where they've started going in with their glasses all nice and rosy and correct rose tinted glasses so one of the things i talk about defining your brief whether you use a buyer's agent or on your own there are really, in the in, in essence, three key pillars, right? There is the location, you know, it's a suburb, um, could be as niche as a street, but it's a, it's a location where you want to be. There's the property itself. So is it a house, freestands, a semi, is it an apartment? Typically, it's one of those those three things. Um, and then the price. You know, how much money can you spend? You talk to your mortgage broker, you get approved. Those sort of things limit you. What I would say, look, we're buying in Sydney. It's one of the most expensive pro- places to buy property in the world. Typically, from when people start to the end, one of those three things changes. They have to give. You know, whether that's the price, they end up finding more money, maybe they've made some um, an income change over the, over the time, some bonuses come through, so they're able to increase their price. 
if they're not able to increase their price in their mortgage and their pre-approval, if they're, if they're needing that, if they're, they're cash themselves, then they then look at changing the location. So they look at other suburbs, other areas, the neighboring suburb, two suburbs over, or where they're looking at a freestanding house and they can actually get into a semi, where they're looking at a semi and they need a, they're up for an apartment with a courtyard. Typically one of those three things has to change. How, how often is maybe um, location? Because usually price may not be able to change in terms of they can go up a limit, but yep. I guess in terms of location, any, does that is that one to change a bit or alter? Oh, it comes back to the person's desire. So there, there'll be certain people out there that they're only looking in that location. They've always been there, always lived there. I would say majority of people buying in city probably real again. It comes back to that realistic. After nine months of looking or, or whatever it's going to be, um, yeah, location is one of those things that could potentially change. And I recently we recently purchased a property with a client Ryan and Gemma. We met with them, went through a full brief of where they wanted to be. They're living in St. Leonard's in a, in a rental property. And so they ideally wanted to buy anywhere from there up to sort of DY on the lower North Shore and Northern, Northern Beaches way. Um, through our process of discovery, we introduced a location such as Lane Cove. They'd never considered it. In their mind, they actually felt like it was quite west. Little that I know is literally like a five minute drive away from where they're currently living. Um, we ended up finding something over a period of time. We found Probably for them, we purchased, we've exchanged, they're, they're moving in in January. And through that process, they've also found that three of their close mates uh, are also have purchased property in that area. Uh, Ryan and Gemma, uh, good luck to them, or congratulations, they're expecting their first child in April, and so oh. are their friends in the area. So now they're in an area that they're going to have a community, people they know. Um, whereas without having that robust discussion, I think it probably would have taken nine months and then they'd have a five-month-old or something and then have all those other things to consider from there in terms of moving. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah, one of the things I'd say if you're looking looking at buying a property, one of the best things to do is jump on realestate.com. There's a, there's a tab there for sold properties. Put in what you want. Have a look at the last three months, six months of sale, sold properties. Property price might have moved up or down, but at least it's going to give you a realistic understanding of what you can achieve. I was going to say just nice and quickly on top of that as well, and I say this for everything in property, it's very rare whether you're selling a property, you're buying a property, that things are going to go perfectly. Things are going to go, generally things Mm. aren't going to go as planned. Yeah, And I think probably, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from a buying point of view, if you go in there, think you're starting your journey, think that you're already looking five or also 10 months in and things aren't perfect. So try and put yourself, I think, in the mindset that, I'm not saying you need to go out and buy a slum, um, but potentially that already being the mindset, you're gonna have to sacrifice something. Yeah, and there's no doubt about buying a property is a stressful time. So if you're now spending nine months or 18 months looking for it, that's, that's nine months or 18 months of stress. If you can be more realistic in your brief and potentially look to engage a buyer's agent, that nine months to 18 months could be down to two months, four months, six months. You know, it's half the time, if not even even less, of that stressful period of life. And then you can move on, move in, renovate, change things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else to add there? Well, I was just going to say, if you do, generally I've started wanting people to actually, even just having a conversation with a buyer's agent, because often if you go with family or friends, they're not gonna tell you what you need to hear. So I'm not saying you need to necessarily potentially 
go straight ahead and use a buyer's agent. Yeah, like you buyer's should, agent. definitely from my standpoint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely 100% use Chris. Appreciate the promotion. But Appreciate that. It's just like a buyer's agent has been in the game for whether it's one year and they're absolutely killing it or 20 years and they're very yep. experienced. They've seen the ins and outs. They're, they're like a surgeon. They're going to be able to tell you exactly what's possible, what's yep. not. And look, my, my process of buyers, and sorry to KO off, but my... Part of a, the very first step is a consultation. It's not part of the client's being engaged, what I call potential client. Um, and I'll even then go through their brief and go, look, here's some free advice. One of these things should change. Whether they do it or not, it's another thing. But it's something I'm happy to sit down and discuss with people. Because in the end, I purchased property poorly when I was you know, 20 years younger. Uh, and I wish I had a buyer's agent there to help me. So there's three little things I can help out here. I'm sure most buyer's agents are happy to give that little bit of advice early on. Even if it means you don't work with them, just leave a positive taste and then helps the buyer out from there. Let's um, let's close the chapter on that topic then for the today. Any questions, do let us know. Feel free to pop in the comments. Um, but on to our three quick questions. Yeah, how, how, if you're new to the uh, this, how does the three quick questions work, Chris? Because we had a little... Uh... Yeah, a little last breach one. of the laws last week, if we can call them that. Well, appreciate you keeping me accountable. Look, on Sydney uh, Property Muppets, very simple. Three quick questions. Basically, uh, we each get to ask a question of each other. We take turns of it. The other person provides an answer, and there's no defending. We're really trying to provide a really short, simple answer, but it's not there for you to say, oh, these are the reasons why. Now, who should start this week? Do you want to um, kick us well, off? I was just going to quickly jump oh, in there please. as well. So the first question as well is generally related to the topic. Yep. Um, we're still trying to keep this all fun. And then the second question is just general property. And the third one is whatever Chris and I feel like coming up. We haven't, um, we haven't pre prepared each other. So yeah. come on, Kurt, get okay. on with it. So the first one, what would you compromise on personally, price, location, or the property? For your personal purchase. Location. Location? Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably saying a bit more malleable to me. Oh, no. oh, oh I did oh. it again. Oh. My bad. Okay. Why you don't bring the cane back out here. <laughs> All right, Kurt. What is your number one tip for bidding at auctions? Go hard or go home? Uh, nice. Nice. Good. Question three. Ah, ah. Go hard or go home. You can't defend. No, no, it wasn't going to be a defend. It was a bid hard. Bid hard. Okay. Bid hard. So it was, bid just, hard. it was actually so you guys understood oh. that. Not courteous. Bid hard. Good. Uh, question, question three. If you're purchasing a property, autumn or spring? I'm purchasing by autumn or spring. I'm probably buying, purchasing and buying in autumn. Okay. Well, I think you're more, yeah, again, can't do that. <laughs> I'm getting caught out this all the time now. All right, question four. All right, Kurt, this is on you now. Who are better for you to uh, have as people buying your property? First home buyers or people who are buying, effectively sold their first home buying their second property? For you, who's better for you? Don't think about it for them. Second home, second home nice. purchases. Nice, nice. Okay, question five on you. Um, would you rather go forward in time but not be able to come back to the present or go back in time but you just move forward in time like normal? I'll go back in time. Go back in time? Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, last one, kick us, kick us on home. Uh, what is a, the holiday location in Australia that you'd love to go to that you've never been Byron Bay. 
Never been to Byron Bay. Interesting. Well, maybe we have to do the podcast up there one week. Anyway, as we say, uh, thank you all for your time. Our advice, as always, we are the Sydney Property Muppets. It is general in nature. Speak to the experts out there. Um, really appreciate everyone's time and listening. Any, uh, you got any comments, any feedback, any questions, leave it in the comments. Um, yeah, or send us an email or Facebook, Instagram, wherever we're on. Just get on to us. All right, all the best out there. See you next week. See you guys. I'm just going to keep saying that every week. <laughs> <laughs>